South Africa. Gerard, thanks for your time this morning. Hello, Shigira. Good morning to everybody. Now, obviously, it seems like deja vu for everybody who's watching this. As from the employer's side, have they made any contingency plans should this become another protracted strike? Well, you know, we were uh, expecting uh, the strike. Uh, NUSA, in fact, uh, a month ago said that they will be going on strike on the 1st of July. So, uh, you know, they strike because they want to strike. Um, there is no reason for that. We were in negotiations um, and uh, trying to find a solution, and they just walked out and uh, said they will continue with the strike. So it's not as if employers uh, are surprised. Uh, we know it's going to happen, and uh, we cautioned employers um, weeks ago to to make contingency plans. So I think to some extent, uh, employers are prepared, but you know you cannot can never be fully prepared because uh, an industry to some extent come to a standstill. And uh, yeah, I, I I think you can you can make plans and you can make contingency plans to the to some extent, but uh, we don't know what the extent of this strike will be. I think. Uh, there is no appetite for the strike amongst uh, many, many workers. That mm-hmm. I pick up on the ground, uh, there's no appetite. Employers tell me that uh, the workers tell them we don't want to strike. Um, so the question is to what extent it will be successful and then as from NUMSA's point of view and secondly, what the, uh, to what extent there will be violence and intimidation because that takes workers that want to work actually out of, out of, out of the workplace. Now, if there is no appetite, why then has SAFSA gone ahead and issued a lockout notice? Well, it it, uh, it doesn't make sense because, first of all, uh, Solidarity has um, said they, are, they don't want to strike and SAFSA has uh, locked out their workers as well. Now, they, there might be some developments in, in that regard. We, we think it's wrong. And our advice, advice to our employers has been to, to, the, to, to the extent that that is possible, uh, the workers uh, want to work, accommodate them to the extent that it's possible. There might be um, uh, intimidation forcing workers to, to stay at home. Well, then there's not much that the employer mm-hmm. can do. But you can even consider employee, uh, employees that want to work to give them leave. In other in 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 attempt to uh, prejudice them financially, so if they, if it's possible, but you know, see us uh, um, uh, um, locking out of solidarity. Uh, I do not understand why they're doing it, and especially in, in in view of the fact that solidarity has requested that these con- uh, negotiations continue. Numsa couldn't come because they bound into their own decision to strike as from tomorrow. I mean, there's, there's much more to this as to be a, uh, uh, a demand for a, for a, for a particular wage. Uh, NUMSA is complete with AMCU. Uh, they want to show, the, they want to outdo each other in terms of uh, strong arm tactics. Or that's at least that's your it. perception of what is going that's on. My, well, that is, that is my perception. I mean, you, 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 you just don't walk out of negotiations. 
and start off with a strike. I mean, there's But no, one could uh, also argue uh, equally, Gerard, that uh, the employers, uh, they decided last week already that uh, they will also then issue this uh, lockout notice. So that means that from their side as well, they had made up their minds rather prematurely that they also are not going to negotiate any further. Well, you know, you, you can't negotiate with with uh, a union that that goes out on strike. I mean, we employees are forced to issue lockout notices to employees or trade unions that get on strike. And what this lockout notice says, uh, it, it, we have issued the same uh, notices to to trade unions that has uh, have indicated that they go on strike. What we say is that we will lock you out from the moment that your strike commences. Uh, it is not. It is not uh, um, aggressive lockout uh, action. It is simply in response to the strike. And and then uh, just yeah. looking at the demand that is on the table, a double-digit increase is that unreasonable? Yeah. One must keep in mind that this industry, uh, and that is what poison this industry has done in the past. Unfortunately, this industry is forty percent more expensive already than their sister industry, the motor industry. Uh, 40%. Uh, the industry is, is 37% more expensive than the second most expensive uh, industry, and that's the motor ferry industry. 38% more expensive than the road transport industry. This is already already extremely uh, expensive industry, and uh, so it's not just about ten percent. Ten percent might be reasonable in, in a particular situation. We see businesses are closing down at a huge rate. They simply cannot do this. So that's just and and while we when we uh, attempted in this negotiation to to uh, address certain issues which can create work, the industry according to NUMSA has lost 250,000 jobs in the last five years uh, to uh, create work and to make the industry more flexible. NUMSA is simply not open to discuss it at all. They don't want, even want to discuss it. So... Um, When you say they don't want to discuss that, I mean, is the employer, are the employers willing to move from their position or are are they also stuck there? Well, it, uh, there's already a, 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 a wage offer on the table of beyond uh, the CPI rate. So that's already on the table. And, you know, if there's flexibility on this, in discussing uh, certain issues, then there will be flexibility on the side of the employer. I mean, that is how negotiation works. I mean, there is, there is an 8% offer on the table. It is 1.5% higher than CPI. And uh, within the context of this industry already being an extremely uh, expensive industry, um, there's a point, and that is Niasa's point of view, unless we make this industry more flexible and unless we create an entry-level wage for new entries, young workers, we will not create work. We ain't put that to South Africa. And I hope, I hope that... CIFSA, there are two big role players in front of this us and CIFSA, that they don't do a deal that we owe that to South Africa. One of our biggest challenges facing us is unemployment and particularly youth unemployment. Mm-hmm. And unless we address it, we will run into trouble. So right. we owe it, as this, as this bargaining council, owe it to South Africa to, to open the door for the youth to work.
And Dimsa is not prepared to discuss that. Well, we are going to leave it there. That was Gerard Papenfuss, CEO of 